ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. Israeli troops amassing on the border of Gaza amid signs they could be preparing for a major ground invasion of the densely populated Palestinian territory. So how quickly could the conflict escalate after the weekend attacks inside Israel by Hamas, the full horror of which is still emerging? Today, the director of the Nazarian Centre for Israel Studies at UCLA, Dov Waxman, on a potential ground assault and how Hamas's allies could respond. Dov, this attack by Hamas, it's been described as Israel's 9-11. I think it is in many ways Israel's 9-11, particularly in terms of the uh, psychological impact that this uh, terrorist attack is having and will continue to have. Just as the uh, September 11th uh, terrorist attack in the United States was like profoundly shocking mm. to Americans who had never experienced that kind of violence, that level, um, that number of deaths on American territory. And uh, also now in terms of the desire among Israelis to kind of strike back, just as Americans, many Americans at least felt they wanted to strike back against Al-Qaeda after 9-11. I think there's that desire for uh, retaliation or, or retribution, if you like, now among many Israelis. There's animals, it's not the Arab. And the Quran, they said they don't need to kill. No kids, no ladies, and they kill kids and ladies. Horrible what's happening to our beautiful little country, but uh, we have a strong army and we have God and everything will be good and we'll win it. There's only one solution, to destroy the Hamas from the bottom up. This is Israel's 9-11, and Israel will do everything to bring our sons and daughters back home. Yeah, well, let's talk a bit further about the response in a moment. The US President Joe Biden, he's condemned the attacks. He was visibly angry, wasn't he, when he spoke about this? Yes, I mean, Biden, you know, really in his bones, if you like, supports Israel. This was an act of sheer evil. More than 1,000 civilians slaughtered, not just killed, slaughtered in Israel. Parents butchered using their bodies to try to protect their children. Stomach-turning reports of being babies being killed, entire families slain. It was both the scale of the attack and the savagery of the attack is really unprecedented. I mean, Hamas, you know, have carried out scores of terrorist attacks against Israelis, civilians over the years. Uh, that really pales before the attack that Hamas perpetrated on Saturday. They held Israeli civilians uh, prisoner in their homes uh, for hours on end and, of course, abducted over 100, took them back as hostages to the Gaza Strip. Yes. Then at the music festival, that is, even by Hamas's standards, that is kind of a new low. It's really shocking level of savagery, which is much more reminiscent of a group like ISIS in terms of not just the amount of violence, but the type of violence. I couldn't see clearly, so I can know if they're people from the party or terrorists, or I, I couldn't understand what's happening. 
that I think that was the moment when I understand that maybe maybe it's the end and maybe maybe we're gonna die here because it felt like in the in my next step they're gonna shoot me. Let's now return to the response, to Israel's response. What are we seeing so far? Well, Israel formally declared war against Hamas. So by designating this a war, that gives you an indication of how seriously Israel is is taking this and the kind of level of force that it's likely to use in, in waging this war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. There's already massed soldiers on the border with Gaza, which indicates to me that a a large-scale ground invasion is likely. So I think it's already becoming clear, and I think it will continue to become clearer in the days ahead, that this war is going to be bigger, longer, and more devastating and more deadly for both sides than previous rounds of fighting. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, They've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. The defense minister yesterday announced that Israel was imposing a complete siege on the Gaza Strip, preventing any goods or food even or fuel from entering the Gaza Strip or anybody from leaving. Basically, Israel's really completely taking the gloves off. Mm, Of course, the Palestinian death toll is rising very quickly too. There is a real massacre being committed against innocent civilians in the Sabra area. There are dozens of victims and ambulances and civilian vehicles are still evacuating the victims from this house that was directly targeted. We are doing everything we can. But very soon, the food supplies and basic needs in Gaza are going to run out. Let's return to that idea that Israel will actually launch a ground offensive because going back to that idea that this is Israel's 9-11, that would be Israel doing what the Americans did after 9-11, that is, they invaded Afghanistan. Israel would invade Gaza. That's right. I'm almost certain that there's going to be an invasion taking place in the next couple of days. Mm. And so, you know, the question is, what is the goal here? It's one thing, as as Americans learned in Afghanistan and later in Iraq, you know, it's one thing to invade a country and topple a regime even, but it's another thing to be able to get out safely and to leave something uh, viable in its place. And I think that, uh, you know, while there's a very understandable a desire to get rid of Hamas and to and to say that there has to be basically regime change in Gaza, given what Hamas has done. Uh, just as Americans felt that there needed to be regime change in Afghanistan because of the Taliban's support for al-Qaeda, we've seen that, you know, however justified the case for regime change may be, it's much harder to actually do in practice and it rarely turns out well. Mm. America found itself bogged down in a quagmire in Afghanistan for many years. And ultimately, the Taliban are right back. 
And so I fear that, you know, extending the kind of parallel with with 9-11, that Mm. that's the danger that Israel faces today as well. If indeed they end up uh, destroying Hamas or overthrowing its government there, then they're going to be in a very difficult position as to what happens the day after. Uh, Who will take over? It's a slim chance maybe that the Palestinian Authority could take over that Mm. area, but that would be hard to accomplish. So it's not clear to me really what the strategic goals are here. What does a full-blown invasion mean for the stability in the Middle East more broadly? Well, I think the greatest danger in terms of the reaction is going to be Hezbollah's reaction. Mm -hmm. And Hezbollah is a Lebanese militant group. Yes, it's a Shia Lebanese militant group that effectively controls southern Lebanon, uh, also is a member of the Lebanese government and has really the most powerful actor in Lebanon is both a political party and a militant organisation, also has a military wing. Hezbollah is right now sitting there very heavily armed. Hezbollah has over 100,000 precision-guided missiles that can target anywhere within Israel and basically is more powerful militarily than the Lebanese army. And Hezbollah has already been exchanging some fire with Israel on the northern border. If the war in Gaza uh, escalates and if it seems that Hamas is about to lose and be destroyed or if there are many, many, many more Palestinian civilian deaths, that could prompt Hezbollah to get more involved and and turn it into effectively a two-front war. And that would be a very dangerous situation. That would really take however bad this war is going to be to a whole new level. Mm. And then if Hezbollah gets involved, that in turn could even draw in Iran as well, because Iran is Hezbollah's uh, main ally and supporter. So this this could escalate. And I think many, many countries in the region are going to be doing their utmost to ensure that that doesn't happen. First and foremost, the Egyptians, uh, but also the Lebanese government, the Jordanians and others talking to Lebanon, probably trying to talk to Iran as well to try to ensure that this doesn't become an even, even bigger war. It's very uncertain. So, Dove, Israel is at war. Will it win it? And what does a win actually look like? Well, that's the that's a very good question because I think there's no question that Israel militarily will be able to defeat Hamas. It has uh, its much stronger military power. But uh, I think at what cost? First of all, in terms of what cost will that mean to Palestinians inside Gaza? I mean, if defeating Hamas is going to involve this massive invasion of the Gaza Strip and weeks of street fighting, that could incur a very, very large number of Palestinian casualties. But that would also very quickly lead to a fracturing of any kind of international sympathy and support for Israel. Mm. So I think that the price of victory against Hamas will be very high. What, in your view, has Hamas actually achieved through this attack? What in its view, will it have achieved, do you think? I think apart from this demonstration of its capabilities and clearly in and of itself, the fact that it was able to pull off an attack of such magnitude right under the noses of Israel, that in and of itself demonstrates its 
military prowess. And Hamas is, has long been trying to position itself as the leader of the Palestinians. They're hoping that this will kind of bolster their image and their popularity among Palestinians and by proving that they are such an effective, uh, quote unquote, resistance organization. And it's potentially also possible that Hamas wanted to derail any prospect for a, an agreement between Saudi Arabia and Israel. And it may have already succeeded in that respect as well, because it's going to be very difficult, I think, for the Saudis particularly to make an agreement with Israel in the wake of this war, if, as is happening, the war leaves so many Palestinians dead. Dov, there's always been hope, I think, of peace. But is there any prospect of that now? Well, I mean, I think it was a very slim prospect to begin with. I do believe that it is possible in the long run. Yes. Conflicts have beginnings and conflicts have ends. You know, eventually Israelis and Palestinians will have to find a way to live together, uh, whether it's going to be in two states or not, but they will have to figure out some way to, to live together peacefully. But it could take a long, long time for that to happen. You know, for now, it's about secession of violence. It is possible to at least get them to stop killing each other. Dov Waxman is the director of the Nazarian Centre for Israeli Studies at UCLA. This episode was produced by Bridget Fitzgerald, Nell Whitehead, Lara Corrigan and Anna John, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.